everyone. Welcome back to the Fairmont Bridge. The City of Fairmont's official podcast where you can join us weekly to hear from city employees, elected officials, and local figures to hear about the basic functions and inner workings of, of our local city government, as well as learn about current and upcoming projects. My name is Alex Petrie. And I am Hannah Turner. And we are both employees with the City of Fairmont's planning department. Um, we apologize for the uh, month and a half without any episodes. We, we decided to take a a brief little uh, summer hiatus, but we are summer back. <laughs> yeah, we had we had vacations. We were still here working. We were. We just weren't recording the podcast. Yeah, you know, life <laughs> life happens. But uh, we are back, and we are ready to provide some more uh, great content to the citizens of Fairmont about the various things that are happening in our town. So today we have two representatives from Mick Park. That is Marion County. Parks and Recreation Commission, correct? correct? With us today, we have Tony Mahalski and Tina Mascaro. So, Tony Mahalski is a Fairmont native and graduate of Fairmont Senior High School. He obtained a Bachelor of Science from the School of Forestry at West Virginia University with a degree in Parks and Recreation Administration. After working as a park ranger at Cape Henlopen State Park in Delaware for several years, Tony started working as the Assistant Director of the Marion County Parks and Recreation Commission in 2000. Tony was hired as the McPark director in 2012. Tony is the current past president of the West Virginia Recreation and Parks Association and a board member for the Marion County Convention and Visitors Bureau and the Mountaineer Trail Network Recreation Authority. Tony is married to local attorney Holly Turkett. Is that how you say it? Turkett? Turkett. Turkett. Okay. Married to local attorney Holly Turkett and has two children, Sydney, a 24-year-old daughter working in Denver, and Anthony, a 7th grader at West Fairmont Middle School. And with us today, we also have Tina Mascaro, who is the Sports Management Director with McPark. Tina is a Fairmont native and graduate of East Fairmont High School. She earned a Bachelor of Science degree from Fairmont State College in Physical Education with a minor in Health Science, and then a Bachelor of Arts degree in both Physical Education and Health Education. She went on to WVU to earn a Master of Science degree in Exercise Physiology. Tina has spent 29 years as an adjunct professor at Fairmont State University in the Department of Health and Human Performance and is the former director of intramurals and club sports, a position she held there for 20-plus years. She was instrumental in the design process and opening of the Falcon Center, Fairmont State's premier student rec center. Tina is no stranger to Marion County's youth rec programs. She was an age group coordinator for Marion County Soccer from 1996 to 2004, went on to work for the West Virginia Soccer Association as the state's Olympic Development Program Administrator for both boys and girls, and then worked for several years in the Region 1 Youth Soccer Olympic Development Program on the girls' side. She currently serves as a West Virginia High School wrestling weight assessor. Tina and her husband, Pat have three grown children, James, Alexandria, and Gabby, and two grandchildren, Samuel and Frankie, and they enjoy spending time with. She has only been back with Mick Park since May of this year, but is looking forward to working with the community on the many recreation programs that Mick Park offers. Tony and Tina, thanks for joining us today. Thank you guys for coming. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So just to get started, um, I think most folks are familiar with, with what Mick Park is and what Mick Park does. But can you just briefly go over the role that McPark plays within the community? Sure. Well, McPark um, was formed back in 1977, so we've been around uh, for a while now, uh, over 40 years. Our, our mission has always been to provide quality parks and recreational facilities and programs to the citizens of Marion County. 
Uh, but since 1977, we have grown and we have grown exponentially at times uh, to try to uh, serve the citizens of the county and, and meet that mission. So basically great places for people to gather, places nice, safe, uh, accommodating places for people to, uh, we have a lot of pavilions that we rent out, uh, community gatherings, we have a lot of athletic facilities. All together we have nine parks. Um, it's about 18 miles of rails to trails that we manage, and that's just a small part of it, the two pools that we take care of, but also the community recreation aspect of it, too. We're out there in the community, all the different communities and municipalities in the county, working with individuals, working with booster organizations, working with the schools, working with school athletic groups. So we have a, a wide-reaching uh, effect in the county, and uh, we've been doing it for quite a while now. Great. I agree. You you, you, you all do a great job. Um, I know that this is a very broad question and you could we could probably all go on about this forever but why are parks important to a community oh they're not not only the obvious uh, the saving of the green space the preserving of the environment um also to bolster uh, appraisal values. You have people, when they're moving into a town, they look at schools, they look at parks, they look at what the amenities a community has. Um, so on that level, it means a lot too. But on a, on a personal level, um, you just have a, a place, a nice, safe, fun place where people can gather. People take a lot of pride in their community parks. If it's some of our bigger parks like East Marion Park or Mary Lou Retton Park, where you spend a large portion of your childhood, and adults spend a lot of time down there, too, Absolutely, through youth athletics yeah. also, too. So it's really central to your community in a lot of ways. It's also just a place for people to go enjoy themselves and for kids to go play. I mean, kids learn a lot in school, but they also learn a heck of a lot just out there socializing, playing on the playgrounds, gathering with other people, and it just gives them an opportunity and a gathering place for that. Well, you know, I think it's important that we backtrack just a little bit, too, and and Tony, you can help with this. Just let them know all of the different parks that we do have. Yes, please. You know, yeah, please. because <laughs> coming back to Marion County Parks and Rec, you know, again, I, I was just overwhelmed at the amount of things that we do have mm -hmm. for this community. So, you know, you're talking about East Marion Park. A lot of people refer to that as the Wave Pool Park Still. because that's where the pool is. Yeah. You know, but as Tony mentioned, there's pavilions up there. There's a softball field. There are tennis courts. There's a dog park that mm -hmm. I don't think very many people in Marion County know exists up it's there. It's back there, but it's very nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there's a beautiful playground, you know, for people to just be able to go up and picnic. And as mm -hmm. Tony said, kids to get outside. You can go outside with your family. And then I'll let Tony talk about the new Central Terrace building that is going on up there at that space, you know, a little later on. So, you know, that's just one park. You know, they ha we have Guys's Run, which offers fishing, pavilions, picnic areas, playgrounds. You have the Worthington Park, same thing, picnic areas. It actually has a softball field, little place they can practice soccer as well, correct? True. Yeah, yeah so they yeah. can do soccer out there. Uh, great river access out yeah, there, too. Yeah, yeah. so for there, um, what am I missing? As he said, Mary Lou Retton Park. So when we think of Mary Lou Retton Park, you know, we think of Fairmont Little League. We think of some of the youth football teams in the county, some of the youth cheerleading teams in the county. There's also a multi-purpose field out there that a lot of our local lacrosse, soccer, mm -hmm. um, and other teams use. Uh, and, and we've done a lot of upgrades to that particular park there that we're excited to share. And, um, and again, I don't want to give too much away. I'll let Tony <laughs> talk about it. But, you know, a, a new pickleball court that's going to go out there because that's something really big in the community now. You know, so I think, you know, 12th Street Pool, 
you know, we, we kind of consider that one of our park areas, and we mm-hmm. just collaborated with the literacy volunteers for their, you know, run-to-read race and offering them a pool, you know, a place to go after the race. So there's there are so many opportunities out there. You know, we're working to update the – to keep the – uh, web page updated so people can go there and see all the different programs you know we offer free yoga in the park and uh, apparently we've been doing it for years so a couple nights a week people can go up to east marion park and and do yoga you know uh, brooke is a tremendous instructor and has a great following so there's just so much out there and so many ways that people can get involved in the community you know, if anyone ever says there's nothing to do in Fairmont, which they do, <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot, and, and our parks are a testament yeah. to that. Sure. And, and Tina mentioned a lot of them, but there's also more there, and, and it's not just Fairmont. We serve all of Marion County too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we didn't even mention the For the Kids Soccer Complex, uh, which we've been helping maintain and overseeing since uh, 1999, I think, when it was developed, when the land was donated. Uh, the Hutchison Park, which was a park, a community park back in 2002, it was going to basically get sold to private interest, and we stepped in and helped save that park out there. Um, yeah, and Curtis, there's fishing and a pavilion at sure. Hutchinson. Yeah, yeah and, and it's then, also uh, right along the rail trail, right along the West Fork, Ralph S. Mm-hmm. Trail. So it also serves as a trailhead for that, too. And then Curtisville Lake Park and Campground. A lot of people don't realize that we do have. And that's a gym out there. Yes, yeah. that we mm-hmm. do have a camp. I call it a little mini state park. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a 70-acre lake, and then it's got about 600 acres around it with trails, primitive trails all through there, lots of hiking opportunities. But it has a uh, primitive campground. And also has an RV campground, and it's really affordable. A lot of things that we do, um, we, we make it really affordable for the community. We're supported, thankfully, thank everybody for supporting the levy, and that's where the majority of our operating funds come from. Um, so we do try to offer, like Tina mentioned, a lot of free programs. Our free summer playground program has over 250 kids in it, and it's at 10 sites across the county. Um, and we feed those kids with a partnership with the Marion County Board of Education. But that's all free. That's all free to the, to the kids. It's free. Take them to the pool two or three times a summer. Uh, we had free tennis lessons this summer. Our rates at our pools and our pavilions have not been raised in over 18 years. So if you think of all the other inflation going on and everything like that, too. Right. We have, well, and, we, and the improvements that you guys did to wave yes, to Yes, and we wouldn't be able to do that without the levy and the support for levy. So we feel like we're giving back to the community by not raising our rates, by offering free programs like that, by keeping our prices at our pools very reasonable. 12th Street Pool was a project where um, – the county, county commissioner at the time, Alan Parks, went in there and helped restore it. McPart came in, and we've been running it since 2007. But the price to get in there is $2 for kids and $3 for adults. Now, we lose a lot of money at 12th Street Pool during the summertime, but it serves the purpose as a community pool where if you go up and down Fairmont Avenue or Virginia Avenue, you see kids walking with towels on their shoulders, come to that pool every day. And that just gives, it's another, you asked the importance of, of parks and recreation. It, it's recreation instead of incarceration in a lot of cases. You give people, kids wow. things to do, yeah. kids opportunities, and kids be able to make bonds with lifeguards or with ourselves or with their playground program supervisor. They're not out there causing trouble or doing other things that you don't want them to do. So. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. I've never, never thought of it that way before, but sure. yeah. yeah. And you guys host your summer camp at two of our city parks as yes, well. Yes, yeah. thank you guys at Windmill Park and Windmill at Fifth Street, Fifth Street Park yeah. too. Yeah, so and yeah, Windmill's our biggest site. Uh, we have sometimes we have sixty or seventy kids 
a day at Windmill Park, and it takes two buses to get them to the pools, and uh, we, we serve that many lunches out there, too. Mm-hmm. And the lunch program is not just for people participating. It's open for anybody under the age of 18 or anybody with special needs. So um, at any of our sites across the county in the summertime, if you're looking to get free food or you're looking to help feed your family, you're welcome to come there and get a lunch and take it with you and all that too for your children, anybody with special needs. During the pandemic, we really stepped up and partnered with the Board of Education. And even though we weren't able to have those playground programs, we still participated and helped feed the county. We served over 115,000 meals that summer uh, with in partnership with the Board of Education too. So another vital role we, we helped play with, with the community. So that's awesome. And that's I, I think, I think to give a brief answer to those, those first two questions we just, we just asked is you all are extremely involved within the community and parks aren't just important. They're essential. Yes. Yes. And I think they're also, it's just quality of life. The general quality of life when you have a place to go, like you talked about having programs free or at low cost, but also unless you're like renting a pavilion or going to the pool, the rest of the park is free. So it's, you know, a good way to get out with your family. It's expensive to go somewhere if you have children and you want to go somewhere as a family. But when you go to a park, it's, you know, low, very low cost or no cost other than however you need to transport yourself to get there. Which is where the transit authority. Right. And the transit authority. can step in there. Um, So how is McPark structured and what do both of your roles entail? Uh, Well, McPark has an 11-member volunteer board that uh, we meet monthly with, and they're in charge of overseeing um, the agency, our finances, and Tina and I. Um, They do hire Tina and I, the board of directors do, and that board of directors is appointed. Um, There are four appointed by the county commission, Uh, four appointed by the city of Fairmont, and three appointed by the Marion County Board of Education. So we are structured with 11 board members that way that we meet uh, monthly with, and we also have very active committees. We have a long-term vision committee meeting this evening, as a matter of fact, and those are all total volunteer board members, so we're very fortunate to have a very good active board uh, who takes uh, a role in shaping what McPark does and gives us input in that too. So uh, the board then hires myself and Tina. Um, we're the director and the sports management director. And then we really fan out from there. We have a, a large maintenance department. Uh, we have two maintenance supervisors, and we have right now about 12 uh, maintenance workers on that crew. Um, and then we have our staffings at the office. We have our office manager, Kathy Hall, who's been with us for 20, oh no, 35, 35. years. And she's 35 re- years. She's <laughs> retiring um, here soon. Um, so, But she's been a blessing to McPark. Um, and then underneath her, we have an office staff, we have a receptionist, and we have another, some additional office staff. But then you get into our summer um, staffing, we have both the pools that we manage. Between the two pools, we probably have about 45 employees between concession stand and lifeguard too. And then really one of our biggest areas in the summertime is our programming, our playground program, and our day camp. And we've been fortunate to have a lot of returning staff in those departments, but right there is about 40 to 45 employees that uh, for that six week period when we have our playground program and, and day camp going on great um and i know i know that we we you you both went over a lot of them um at the beginning but what are some of uh your current programs and initiatives happening right now at, at mcpark maybe some what are what are the highlights currently sure i'm 
I know I'll forget some of them, so you can go to the website, mcpark.com, <laughs> and check out the listings of it there, too. But we just wrapped up our day camp and playground program. We're moving more into the fall um, fall activities. We do have year-round trips going on that we plan, uh, bus trips. I know that's very popular among senior citizens. Uh, we still have the pools open here for another week or two weeks or so. We we'll usually have our pool until till Labor Day, until uh, the, the wave pool at least. Um, we do have... Um, we had some tennis programming that just finished up. Uh, we also have an active uh, community band uh, program um, with about, I, don't know, I think we have 50 or 60 members in that community band. Oh, and wow. they're, they're practicing now for uh, Christmas songs and nice. uh, Christmas events too. And those are members of the, you know, used to be in the marching bands around here mm-hmm. and whatnot, and they've gotten older and they want to still do that type of thing too. So we do have that. We have a community garden, which we partner with the city of mm-hmm. Fairmont with down there at the Oliver Avenue Park. Yeah. Um, and we do have Shelby, who does an excellent job down there. Shelby. She's phenomenal at that job. She really is. She's very passionate about it, and she's done some great educational programs down there. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's worked hard. Every bed is completely filled. Mm -hmm. You know, she works, I don't know which agency it is, one of the WVU extension agencies, and even got some free seedlings, Mm -hmm. you know, and free seeds, you know, for people down there. So, yeah, she does. She's very passionate about that program. She is. I'm I'm also very passionate about gardening, and she and I are always talking about, like, (laughs) the garden and different plants and stuff. But she's doing a really, really good job. So we appreciate your partnership on that because we just don't have the staffing to have somebody down there maintaining that um, in the same manner that Shelby does so and it was it was it was very impressive when when we decided that we wanted to partner with you all on that community garden the the day we said let's do it the next day or the next week or whenever your guys were out there and yeah. in that place got an instant makeover yes. and, yeah. and, and it looks it well, looks awesome down there and it, i so, have to really credit the mcpark maintenance crew um they they can do a lot of things they're very multifaceted i've got a mo crew and a cleaning crew but we also have a special projects crew and you asked about some of those projects we have going on um, up there at East Marion Park, where we just, you know, here recently we completed the upgrade to the wave pool and have the new facilities up there by the wave pool. At that same time, we took uh, mini golf away, which mini golf was original back in 1977. So we re- either had to really sink a lot of money into really renovating and improving mini golf or do something else with that key space right in the middle of the park mm-hmm. up there, too. So we put our heads together and we decided what Fairmont. Uh, would benefit the citizens and something that would benefit the park also and we came up with the idea of, uh, of making a central terrace area up there and it kind of fits into the history of the park it used to be central terrace housing up there too so we kind of tied the name in with that but um, the idea is we have a, a wedding gazebo up there that we actually got through a grant through the eqt foundation thank you eqt um, and that's where we started but we um, now we're building um, uh, a building up there multi-purpose building that will be our day camp office but it will also be a bridal shack too so we're hoping to host like bigger events and weddings up there and those type of things um, we also have paths that we're getting ready to blacktop this fall um, so it'd be good for you know relay for life for any type of event like that too uh, we hope to open it up next spring and do some ribbon cutting and have a little uh, you know a small acoustic concert or something up there to kick it off to show everybody what we have uh, but uh, when we get the path blacktop is right there in the middle of the park and if you're ever up east marion park anywhere you look 
it's pretty much the the highest point of the park is that that gazebo right there too it's uh, going to be a centerpiece up there and we hope to have it completed in the spring now we run into some supply chain issues and some other things because we are building that like mm-hmm. i mentioned our maintenance crew in-house and doing all the work on that too and then we're matching up the bathrooms to match uh the new construction that we're doing up there and everything too so hopefully this spring we'll have a new venue and some new opportunities up there at the central terrace well yeah we'll be able to host um you know kids birthday parties especially it'd be really nice with the playgrounds and the bathroom being right there mm-hmm. for parents to have a facility you know in case it does rain or someplace to put the gifts or the food undercover where kids can go out and play and then come in so i think it has the potential um to be used probably every weekend every night in the right. spring and summer and then even in some winter you know depending on uh, how the weather holds up okay yeah that mary lou rutten park is 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 an older facility it was first consolidated park in the 70s and it was built by uh by volunteers some really uh generous volunteers in the community i don't want to start naming names because i'll probably leave somebody out uh but back in the 70s they really joined together and built that a ball field out there the football field the the park out there the coal miners memorial and they really started the ball rolling with consolidated park um, and then when the park came in and took it over and then eventually renamed it Mary Loretton Park out there too, we've just made upgrades and we started making it bigger and bigger. A lot of people don't realize we have, uh, you know, five uh, baseball fields out there and a softball field and a football field and a multi-practice field. Um, here recently we've been, uh, we were very blessed to have the Board of Education and the County Commission assist us with the black ta- uh, blacktopping project out there. It's not, it's about... 75% completed, and we're able to blacktop the whole lower parking lot down there, the whole road around the A-ball field down through there, too. Um, I've been told that Parada will be out there on Thursday to start the second <laughs> half of the All painting right. and the overlay. But while they're doing that, they're also constructing a pickleball court area for us, which is down in the bowl down there when you drive down the main entrance by the basketball courts. At the same time, we're going to resurface the basketball courts, too, and they can also be an alternate court, too, for the pickleball, maybe, eventually. Uh, but at least two really nice pickleball courts. We're going to lay the blacktop, and then our guys, our versatile ma- uh, maintenance crew, we're going to come in there, and we're going to lay, put the upper layer down on it uh, and nice, make it a really nice professional pick at least two really nice pickleball courts down there, too. It's a real need in the community, I and mean, people have been asking for it. Uh, for, for a while now and it's very <laughs> popular in, in other areas yeah. of the country too so uh, we think it'll be well utilized and hoping it'll be completed this fall uh, and we can uh, start doing some events and start planning some activities down there nice I, you know we we have a couple courts up at east marion but i don't think that they uh, meet some of our local pickleball player standards uh-huh. uh, but for people that just want to go try the sport out there are current spaces up there at east marion for them to do that and we've also secured some sites for our more avid pickleball players at some local churches for them to be able to go and practice so we have worked within the community because we knew that there was a need and we just weren't there yet to provide that need so we've made some um, alternate options for them you yeah. know, to go out and do that. Central Christian Church. Yes. Central Christian Church, yeah. Yes. Pickleball courts, indoor pickleball yes. courts. Yes. Well, and then at Mary Lou, we're going to, we're moving forward. We have a conceptual plan in place to um, kind of similar to how we upgraded the wave pool and, and the buildings that were up there. 
those buildings at Mary Lou are also well over 40 years old, cinder block buildings. Uh, the grandstand, uh, which I know is kind of a landmark there to Mary Lou Retton Park, is also over 40 years old and has some structural issues and so forth. So we have a plan in place to tear the, that down, tear the football, the whole concession area in between A and football and really do that up, make something with a real nice viewing area uh, between both fields so you can look over at both fields, a nice, easily accessible um, viewing area too, and improve the viewing areas around around the park there too. So Mary Lou's a really unique park as a way as it's developed and you don't realize there's that many things there too. Um, so we need to kind of build off that, keep its character, but kind of update it and make it newer and make it nicer for everybody. And that's really, once we finish Central Terrace, that's where our focus is going to be. To, to so That's why we fixed the drainage here lately. We're doing the blacktop and we're doing these other things out there. Next thing we're going to do is really fix up the buildings and try to do something new and neat out there for everybody. You know, Tony, we forgot to mention you did, Park recently did an, an ADA uh, viewing station out there at Mary Lou. Um, yes. Tell the, a little bit more about that. Sure, yeah, for the, for the football field. Um, yeah. and, and it's getting blacktopped right up to it, so it's going to be a nice smooth transition. It has an ADA picnic table on there, and it's a really nice viewing area uh, for the football field. But we also, when we did the blacktopping on the lower part, we added uh, several extra um, ADA parking spots, and we did construct a road all the way down to the T-ball area, which is basically for ADA viewing also, too. So with the addition of the football field any of the fields at Mary Lou Retton Park is accessible and do have good parking there too and actually um, you'd spoke with the Little League president about doing some neat things online and, and, yes. and videotaping and making it even more accessible to everybody at home too right yes Fairmont Little League um, you know we we had some great discussions and they would like to be able to live stream some of their games um, and so I talked we worked with the webmaster spoke to her and we came up with some options um, for us to be able to do that. So I'm um, going to get back with Fairmont Little League. They're going to purchase the cameras. And, again, our versatile maintenance staff will get those installed <laughs> on two of the fields out there so that at any time they can do a YouTube live stream of the activities that are going on out there. Nice. So um, leading into then what uh, some of our board members would like to see more is so that people don't have to leave Marion County to go to these big tournaments. You know, we have one, you know, not too far from us here that has some very huge soccer and baseball and soccer tournaments. Well, we are going to, for the first time, I think and maybe forever, host our own travel baseball tournaments. So I'm going to work with part of the role and some of the things that I'm trying to bring here is I'll work with Fairmont Little League and we hope to do one in the spring and then one in the fall because I guess those Little League travel tournaments, that's when they do them um, prior to the start of the season and then after the season has ended. So that'll be nice that for those people that are coming from out of town, if not all of their family can travel with them, if we have some of those fields with the capability of being live streamed, they'll be able to log on and, and see those games being played out there. That's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. really exciting. And we're, so we've kind of touched on this already, but what are some of the projects and programs that McPark has planned for the future? Yeah, that's uh, improvements there at Mary Lou yeah. the completion of, of the Central Terrace project. Um, we, we would love to work with everybody in the county towards an indoor uh, recreation facility. And I, I've spoken a lot about our strength, about our community recreation, about our outdoor facilities, about our nice parks, our nice playgrounds. 
we really don't have an indoor uh, facility that we mm-hmm. can do more uh, programming, year-round programming. Uh, you know, we might not be able to compete with some of the larger ones in the area, but we could do something that's really community-based, that's here close to everybody, that we could get people to, that we could just have year-round uh, recreation, even if it's just a single large gym and a large indoor grass area. Uh, batting cage um, there are a lot of people uh, I mean because athletics is such so huge with the youth with parents and with their children youth sports is such a big um, draw for for so many parents in this county too a lot of people do take their people their kids other areas um, to to participate in these travel sports and to be able to do things in the winter time too so that's our biggest need that we see and it it, it would take um, Everybody joined together, McPark, the City of Fairmont, the County Commission, the Marion County Board of Education, any other groups out there that would like to, you know, be interested in helping with it, too. Some of the it's other municipalities, even, municipalities, yeah. It would definitely take a, a group effort, yeah. but um, something that we would like to see and mm-hmm. would really like to work for it, work towards. And one of the things we're fixing up, like I mentioned, East Marion, Mary Lou, uh, you know, the fishing park and other places that we fixed up here recently, all that is with the goal of once we get everything fixed up and sustainable and where we want it to be, let's then put our funds towards this indoor facility right. and, and make something good for everybody. Yeah. I totally, as somebody who, you know, works very directly with the city parks, I, the, that's one of the biggest needs that I think we have as far as recreation goes in the community, even just for m- more field space, outdoor field space too. I find uh, every year for soccer, I'm fully booked. I don't have room at windmill park. So I'm sticking teams at Fifth Street Park because I've got a little grassy area down there at the bottom of the hill. So it's, yeah, we get it's we get a lot a of phone calls for. Mm-hmm. Do you have a practice field? I have a U10 soccer team. Mm-hmm. I have a U11 baseball team. I have you know. Is there any yeah. place for us to practice? And so you're right. Uh, some more outdoor spaces that can mm-hmm. be used um, for multi-purpose, you know, type sports. And would be great. Yeah, and and Tony, you said we don't, we might not be able to compete with the other two, but I don't think we need to. I no. think that we need something that is going to fit our community, and is going to be for our community. Mm-hmm. And then if we can also still be, you know, a host partner with the other, you know, the the rec center to the south or to the north mm-hmm. of us for some of these tor- tournaments, because they still need more yeah. fields, and they could have bigger tournaments if they had more space. And we're so close by that it, it would be, it would definitely make sense for them to try to partner with us if we had something like that here too. You know, some some other initiatives that I want to start working on is making use of our rail trail. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people that use it, a lot of people that know about it, but it is such a beautiful trail. I want to do some more things for our youth. So if we can start them young, bringing them out there and showing them not only one for the exercise, but two, I would like to work with um, some of Fairmont State's um, science programs, you know, in geology and, and, and all of that stuff. So take them out there and teach them the trees, the birds, the, mm-hmm. the flyers, the fungi, you know, the, the stream and all of that. So I'm hoping, you know, next summer that we do some collaborations with them and do some summer programs for youth on our rail trails. Because I, I think that is just an untapped potential there, yeah. you know, to go out there and do that. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, I met with some of my former colleagues, and they're excited about it as well. So we just got to get the – they need to find some students to come help 
and, do and, those mm-hmm. programs with this, you and, know. And to add on to the rail trail part of it, we're, we're excited to work with the city of Fairmont and the work that you guys have put in here recently. Uh, and to get that trail a nice connector right through town, to get through industrial, and to get that trail up into the 12th Street area, and to make a nice viable path through town that would connect. Um, I uh, mentioned in the bio, I'm part of the Mountaineer Regional Trail Network, mm-hmm. and that's one of our big pushes too, is seeing this this whole rail trail system completed through the state of West Virginia. And I think a lot of people would be pleasantly surprised if they would see the economic numbers that are forecasted with the complete and cohesive trail system, the amount of visitors that would come in, the amount of visitors that would be stopping to get gas, spending the night, going out to eat, and the numbers that would, uh, that how much that would help and enhance this community. Yes, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you brought up the rail trail, Tina and and Tony. Throughout the past couple of years, um, specifically, you all have been really great partners with us with with working towards developing the trail through town. Current amenities that McPark manages um, are they're they're top notch, but but we wanna we wanna expand upon that, and we are working on that every single day. Be on the lookout for more exciting news on on, on what we've got going on with the rail trail because it's just going to keep coming and we're going to connect that thing and it is so exciting so it is exciting and the new signs really excited about yes the new signs that are out now and the sharrows yes to get people through town now the signs are officially up so you can currently get from the end of the high level bridge to the uh west fork river trail Mm -hmm. and there's also some wayfinding signage on the east side to get to the mc trail we don't have the sharrows down on the east side yet but stay tuned on those they'll they're coming. So, yes. Um, and that leads us into our next question. You all work with us as partners, and we really appreciate that partnership. But what are some other organizations and agencies that you work closely with? A, a lot. Yes. <laughs> I, I tell Everybody. You, some of them I've already mentioned, some of the bigger groups that I've mentioned, you know, that you guys, um, the Board of Education, the County Commission. Uh, but through, I tell you, through our community grant program uh, is really how we work with a lot of people. And that's not even just talking about the athletic boosters and the athletic side of it, too. I mean, we have um, every year McPark has community grant program. It started back in 1988. Through that program, we've given out over $1.2 million to over about 50 different agencies throughout, throughout the county. I'm talking uh, municipalities like the city of Mannington, the town of Worthington, uh, Fairview. Us. Um, yeah, the city We've of Fa- the city of, of Fairmont. Mm-hmm. No, you just uh, did. We just completed a kayak ramp. Correct for in the, the town of Monongah. Town of Monongah. Yeah, yeah, which if you haven't I seen that, that, it's right down it's there really where cool. the, the Booseville um, Creek empties into the West Fork River down mm-hmm. there too. And we assisted them with that too. The community grant program is really our opportunity. We, we mentioned all the nine parks and two pools and 18 miles of trails that we take care of. It's our opportunity to give back to those facilities that we do not own and we do not operate too. So really, I've been doing 23 years now. I've been doing this. I can drive through any part of Marion County and any town out there and show you some piece of playground equipment or some type of trail improvement or some type of field improvement or something that McPark has assisted with. And um, so it's really, I mean, endless. The the, the Beverly um, CEOs, the... Um, um, all the different um, groups, uh, and we, we do a lot with the town of Baxter out there now, too. We're getting ready to help out with some improvements um, to their playground, even outside of the community grant program. We try to help out all these different communities, because a lot of these towns, they have these little community parks. They have absolutely no funding to go towards these community parks. Um, they have no way to 
or some of them don't have don't know the grants that are available out there for them and they may not be available um, and uh, eligible for some of these grants they might not have a 501c3 outlet that they can apply for some of these funds so our community grant program on average um, helps at least uh, 24 uh, on average uh, agencies a year and we give out on average about sixty to seventy thousand dollars there there are many grants they're from five hundred dollars to five thousand dollars occasionally we pick one larger grant to help with I know uh, a couple years ago it was the city of Fairmont with mm-hmm. uh, a basketball court construction out at Windmill Park too yeah. but through that still we still in work, progress still in progress and we're still here to help with that too uh, <laughs> but through that community grant program we work with just a wide variety of agencies and I couldn't even begin to list all of them throughout the county. A lot of um, playgrounds at the at the schools, at the elementary schools, at the middle schools. We work closely with all those to make improvements. Um, I tell you, last year one of the big hits was we helped Fairview Elementary School and Principal Mel Coleman uh, get a Gaga pit out there. And some people don't know what Gaga pits are. I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> you have to Google. It's like Lady Gaga, but it's Gaga pit. Um, oh, it's a, so it's, it's, it's it is directly related to Lady Gaga. No, it's no, not. That's I don't think I was so. trying to get the no, Gaga, no, no. Gaga connection. I mean, in you there, made so. it seem like no, no, no. I was just trying to so you people know how to the spell spelling. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, it, it's very popular out there at Fairview Elementary. It, it's like what a big it? circular area, and it's a. It's similar to kind of like four. Remember the old four square that you'd play in gym uh-huh. class. Yeah, similar to that, um, but not quite. It's got a little bit of dodgeball, but now you're not beating each other with balls or everything. But it's a really uh, Google uh, Gaga pits, and it's it's a lot bigger in a lot of other areas too. But um, out at Fairview, it's really popular. So maybe we can help some other schools get some Gaga pits also for their outdoor um, <laughs> recess so too. Funny. And helping out these elementary schools doesn't also it doesn't just help out the kids to go to that school a lot. Of them, like the beautiful Watson playground that's out there too, that we help put up out there too, are also open to the public too, and the communities can come to it also. So, awesome. Yeah. Gaga pit. Mm-hmm. I'm literally looking it up. Right now. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. Check it out. Um, well, we kind of already touched on this a little bit. So, just taking it a step further, maybe some like, you know, very long term goals. How do you wish to see parks and recreation in Marion County grow in the future? I know we talked about the rec center, but, you know, what's some other stuff? We want to continue to make our our improvements to our facilities. I mean, with anything, you have to keep up with it and you have to update. Um, We we would like to even be more community involved and get some more community participation. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like to see, and we're we're getting towards that too, a better uh, partnership with Fairmont State and with their students and um, with what they have going on out there and helping them get out into the community too. of course the indoor rec center is something that we all really need to work towards and put our minds together on how we can get that done and Mm -hmm. i know there's been five or six different movements to get one started but (laughs) we all just need to put our heads down and and really get do it together done and really get and do something with that too so just continue uh, upon the path we're on and, and improve upon the facilities that we have and and possibly some more community based programming with different agencies too so yeah, I'd like to make sure that, you know, as we're moving into the future here, that and all of our parks are already very inclusive, but we want to make sure moving forward that they remain inclusive, that they are a safe place, safe spot, safe place, you know, for all persons to come and go and enjoy so that at any time, if anybody wants to go picnic, play, 
just hang out and go enjoy, you know, the beauty of our county and, and our city, that they feel safe, you know, going out there and doing that and making sure that all of our programs meet everyone's needs there. We want to make sure we continue to do that because, you know, we're doing a great job and the world is, is, is slowly changing and, and COVID changed a lot of things for people. Mm-hmm. So we want to just continue on this path so that people can get out and enjoy nature, you know, and, and, and know that there are places out there to enjoy. You don't have to go far. You know, don't have yeah. to go to the north or the south. There are plenty places here, mm-hmm. you know, for people to go out and enjoy. You do. Not, you were right, and like you said <laughs> at the beginning of this episode, there may be folks here and there you talk to that say that there's nothing to do in Marion County, but you both just just proved those people wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, like the CVBs. Yeah. Little video. Yeah, I love that so, so much. CVB, uh, you've seen it. Yes. Have you seen yes. it? Yes. Yeah, yes. It's so good. They did a video on, uh, and, Le- and Leisha talked about it when she was here. We had yes. Leisha here with us a couple months ago, and um, it's a campaign. Um, I think it's called There's Nothing to There's Do nothing Here. There's Nothing to Do Here. Yes. It is awesome. It's the great. very first one. Do you know what there is to do in Mary County? <laughs> nothing. Oh, so good. Well, hey, yes. um, is, it, is there anything else? Did we miss anything? I don't think so. Is there anything else that you guys want to add? Well, thank you guys yeah. for, for having us. If anybody yeah. has any follow-up questions, uh, Tina and I are available at the McPark office daily. And, of course, our website, mcpark.com. You can get in touch with us through that, too. And uh, Social media, Facebook. Here, there is a media, Facebook. Facebook. Uh, and while I'm here, I, w- I do want everyone to know there are two fake Facebook pages out oh. there. Oh, no. There is a Wave Tech Pool um, Facebook page, and you know that it's not real because we haven't used the term wave tech, even though everybody in Marion County still calls it wave tech. We are not officially wave tech pool, so there is a Facebook page called Wave Tech Pool, and there is one called 12th Street Pool. Not sure who's running them or who's putting the pictures up on them, but Aww. our Facebook is McPark. It's just M-C-P-A-R-C. So we try to get all of our program information and up-to-date, you know, daily hours and closures and things like that on that Facebook page. And we'll be working on getting the Instagram account back up. Um, It has been down for a while and haven't been able to contact anybody for them to let me back in and and get that fixed. That can can be tricky. Yeah. Um, Well, awesome. Sounds good. And um, once again, thank you both. And thank you both for for being great partners of the city of Fairmont. We hope to keep things moving. Yeah, Um, thank you. Thank you so much. So, uh, Hannah, how can our listeners find our old episodes? We have uh, 30 of them. Uh, Now we have 31. Yeah. um, So Facebook made some changes, but you can always find information about episodes on our Facebook, just as regular posts, City of Fairmont City Hall, and you can find them on our website, fairmontwv.gov. And you can get this podcast anywhere that you get your podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere that you listen to a podcast you sure can and, and we would really appreciate it if you would give us uh at least a five-star rating on uh, spotify and itunes that would really help and, and spread the word tell your neighbor um but uh yeah thanks for listening uh this is the fairmont bridge city of fairmont's official podcast and we are signing off bye